Super Bowl champion. The Kansas City Chiefs are officially the home of the Lombardi Trophy. We are in New York. To my right, a man wearing a hat from a Super Bowl with a leather brim. I don't know what year oh. it is. <laughs> I didn't even notice the leather brim. <laughs> wow. This was a gift from my mom after the Patriots beat the Seahawks. The Seahawks. Yeah. Wow. That's a good one. David Ingber, everybody. I've Thank gotten you. so many gifts from my mother that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put that in the back of the closet because I don't want to wear that. And that voice is and Brian Westbrook, the greatest running back in the history of the Philadelphia Eagles and a good friend of both of us. What's a gift that comes to mind right away that you put in the closet? Uh, my mother likes to buy like polo shirts and she, instead of yes. like a regular black or white one or, you know, a nice color one, she'll buy like brown and black stripes up and down. I'm like, yeah. And so... As a son, you always want to make your mother feel like you appreciate her. Yes. Mom, I love it. And I'm always like, put this shit in the back. Like, I don't want this I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit something to my mom right now. Okay. My mom and my dad went on a safari in Africa. Yes. And they came back with gifts. And I got a black t-shirt oh. uh, that had like very big heads of different animals. Oh. from Like a lion and a giraffe. And it's like one. And it, it was and it was like a very thick shirt. And I, uh, mom, I wore it that week. I took a picture and I sent it to you. Yeah. And um, I'm going to admit something right now. In my most recent move, I gave it to the Salvation Ooh. Army. Okay. I'm sorry, mom. I love you. I just, I was trying to Marie Kondo my apartment and yeah. get everything down. And I just, I was never going to wear that shirt. Isn't that a good Damn shirt? Damn it. I'm so sorry, mom. Isn't that a good bad. shirt for like standing in front of the mirror and just breathing heavily and just like, <laughs> today is my day. I am a lion. <laughs> I am a rhino. I thought you were going to say, like, everyone keeps shirts and like, it could be a sleeping shirt. That's and right. I'm like, I watched a car in this. <laughs> nobody has a shirt to sleep and nobody does that. <laughs> no. All right. Anyway, uh, we're all back. This is the first time I've seen you since before the Super Bowl. Um, how was it for you guys? Did you enjoy it? What have you been up to? The Super Bowl was great for me. Now, again, we're in New York, and so we, our temperatures are around 30, yeah. 32, 33, whatever. And today it's nasty and rainy. And you go to Miami. Yeah, that was nice. It changes your whole mindset. You're just walking around T-shirt and shorts. and. Did you get time to, like, really relax and enjoy it? I didn't. But you, here's the other thing. I got one afternoon. It was I, nice. I got a very <laughs> short time, and then it got nasty. It started raining oh, Friday man. night, and it was like, yeah, and Jay- I, I saw you in the hotel. We were about to leave. It was awful. At the same time, and no one can get anywhere. Jalen Ramsey literally tweeted, I've never heard louder thunder in my life just yeah. now in Miami. It's crazy. It was that was wild. When it rains in Miami, it's no oh, joke. It's, and it floods. And it floods down there. And I feel like when, because New York is such a pedestrian city, that there's like scaffolding you yes. can jump under, mm-hmm. you can like hide under like a yeah. Bank of America awning. Nothing. Miami's like, you're meant to walk around. So if you get caught in the rain, there's nowhere for you to go. And their streets flood, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So well, what did you do on your day off, the half day that you got? Well, hold on. So over the next few weeks, just so everybody knows, we did a ton of interviews. Ingber was there. The crew was there. Probably, I don't know, 20, 30 interviews. Yeah. And they were all really good. And I try not to talk about the Super Bowl so that we can release them over the next few weeks. So as... We're kind of going through a lot of movements and transitions, and I'm going down to Atlanta every week. We're going to just be putting out these interviews about two at a time. Everybody from Jeezy to Odell Beckham Jr. to Adam Thielen pitching Chili to and it, like Jerry Judy. Like we have a ton of interviews, and I, I'm curious. Like it was a marathon. Yes. Had you? Ever, I don't think you've ever done anything like that before. What uh, was it like to to see? I haven't done do? like a marathon of podcasts before, but I've done a marathon of like athlete content before. 
Like I went to Vegas yes. for like three days and it was just like the same sort of thing. Like once an hour, this person's coming in and then they have to do this, then they have to do this, yeah. and they have to do this. And it was just one person per hour for three straight days. So th- that felt a little bit like yeah. for the Super Bowl. Um, I will say two of the most kind of like not biggest names that you were, that you recorded with, but that I thought were the, some of the most fun that yeah. look out for young guys with a good personality, Alan Lazard yes. and yeah. Chase Vinovich. So both of them at one point, awesome I go, dudes. I go, what part of Cali are you from? And Alan Lazard goes, I'm from Iowa. I was like, what? And then Chase Vinovich is like, no, bro, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. And I was like, wait, what? It's just too, the younger guys still have that energy. Yeah. You know, like you were doing first things first all week. You were all on there week. with a bunch of people. A bunch of guys. Who, who did you enjoy talking to? I love Emmett just because I admire his work. I got um, drunk with Emmett. Did so you? That's going to be a podcast coming out Three soon. Three shots. He brought, brought he has tequila now, Aradora right? Aradora tequila. Yes. And I just kept pouring shots during the interview because he couldn't <laughs> say no. Yes. So the whole time, like he'll be talking and I just start. So that's coming out too. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that was a good Three one. shots with Emmett. And that was T. at 1030 in the morning. I yes. Think. Yeah. That was early. T.O. was there. So we had to kind of rehash the whole Donovan T.O. thing. Tell me about that. So so here's my view. And and again, Donovan's my, I mean, I, I've known Donovan since I was in college and I know T.O. very well. And, and I like both the guys. And so I still want to get these guys together so they can be friends. And Oh, that's nice. And, yeah, T.O.'s not about that. He's, I mean, and I'm, I don't know that Donovan wants it. I personally want it. And so, but in know. the scale of wanting it and not wanting it, it goes you most wanting it, yes. Donovan in the middle, and then T.O., I'm good. Yeah, T.O.'s <laughs> okay. good. Right, so, which which is cool. So, yeah, you know, so we, we talked to T. Um, uh, Christian McCaffrey, yeah. uh, Jerome Bettis. Von uh, Miller. I mean, we had a bunch of guys. TJ Hushmazada. I yeah. mean, a bunch of different guys in there. But Emmett's the one that you kind of got no, a little I, Yeah, I love Emmett, though. I, lo- I love talking to Emmett just because he knows the game and he wants to talk the game, too. And yes. so, it's certainly one of my idols growing Real up. Real members of the 33% know that Emmett and I uh, got into pretty much an argument at Did the you? Eagles Super Bowl because I told him that we were going to knock the door down and come in and mess it up when we won. And he just told me that Eagles fans are ungrateful. Uh. And he kept telling me that he had three wings, rings and we had zero. But I think the tequila helped. And so you guys will hear that soon. <laughs> kind of laid things out nice and smooth. Yeah. You and the tequila. Much like a... Casa, I don't know what's a brand. <laughs> what's a what's a type of tequila? Uh, you talking about like Cuervo? Uh, what's it starts with an A? Oh, wait, Petro. Oh, with an A? I don't know. Avion. Mezcal. mezcal. There's an A in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Starts with an A. Mezcal. Wow. How? Um, let's do football first before we get into like all the other shit. To see Andy win. Yeah. What was that like for you? I mean, not just Andy, but there's a bunch of coaches on that staff. Uh, Andy Spagnola, Eric Bieniemy was a coach for us for a little bit. Brett Veach, who was a GM, yeah, I played against him in college. Wow, he was. He also was like the graduate assistant when I was in Philadelphia. So whatever the lowest guy on the rung was, that was him. That was him. LaShawn McCoy gets a ring. LaShawn McCoy gets a ring. And so it, it, it certainly Greg Lewis was a player on the team too. He's a wide receiver coach out That's there. That's right. It's just good to see those guys, especially Andy, kind of get over the hump and win a ring, win a Super Bowl. Because you listen, he's been around for a long time. I love him like a father. He, I certainly have a bunch of respect for him. And many people around the league have a lot of respect for Andy. And so just watching him be able to win, to me, was special. Um, it, 
you know, a lot of people ask this question. Was it as special as you winning the ring? Absolutely not. I would rather me, or me win a ring than Andy any day. But, of course, seeing a guy that coached Someone you. Asked, that, who asked you that? I don't know. Some crazy people I, I, I run into. Was that on television? Yes. It actually was. Someone you, on television yeah. asked you. Would you rather? I'm like, yeah, no. I, 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 I'll take my own <laughs> ring, and Andy can figure it out on his own. That's but it, so funny. But to, 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 to see it, it was impressive. I enjoyed it. It was a great win. I, I, I certainly thought it was going to be another loss based on the way that they were playing going into the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter. But it was good to see that they found a way, found a way to get a win out of that uh, Super Bowl there. Man, I thought it was cool to see Andy. I think, um, you know, I'm so happy for for Mahomes and Kelsey. The, yeah. the, the Kelsey speech where he goes up there. Epic. I think it's, it's – I'm, I'm so proud of Travis for taking a line like, you got to fight for your right to party <laughs> and like completely taking it over. Yeah. Like that's one that I've only heard in, in like beastie boys yep. voice for in my head. And now like you got to fight for your right to Lombardi and all that. Like I've always told Travis, there are certain NFL players that I see in the league right now that transcend like, Oh, you can be a talking head. Like, like I think Cam Jordan has that energy too. Sure. Where you're like you're almost like a wrestler, mm-hmm. where you're like a personality. Like it's not even like a TV guy. It's more of like a uh you're just gonna walk into the room for the rest of your life and say one sentence and everyone's gonna fucking die laughing. That's what everyone says about Gronk. Now that Gronk's Gronk retired, walks like, into a room and he's just making everyone giggle. Shaq is like that too. Sure. Larger where than it, life. It's you're not even like former players, you're like a being. Yeah. And Travis kind of has that energy. And then Mahomes, I mean, he starts his career MVP. Amazing. Yeah. Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. And what and like I one offsides away from maybe having two Super Bowl MVPs by now. Damn. And what I really thought about too, I was thinking about this before the game because I did get a little bit nervous. I was worried about him getting Dan Marino, where he was on the same list as a lot of Marino. Mm. Like he was one of the only two guys to co- to win MVP and go to the Super Bowl in the first two years, but and and the game was in Miami. So like in my weird twisted conspiracy head, I was like, I don't want him to be the most talented quarterback that never wins because yeah. that's what Dan Marino's title is. Right. And so for him to get it after having a rough first few quarters, I was like, fuck yeah, because now the rest of your career, it's about racking them up. Yeah. Now you, can get. now you get to play that whole Tiger Jack Nicholas game. Mm-hmm. Now you get to play the whole like, oh, well, Tom Brady's got six. Because when you're at his age at 24 years old and already having accomplished that, the uh, will he win over under four? Right. You, like it's it's a real question. Whereas if he didn't, you're, the question is, will Mahomes ever get back again? Which mm-hmm. sucks. But the other question for Andy is how long can he keep these right. guys together? I mean, that, that, that has to be the question. How long can he keep them together? And how much longer do you want to coach after you've won? I mean, I, I, I can't see him retiring anytime soon, as long as you have that guy. But well, at some point, you're going to have to pay him. Well, let's do this. Tyree Kill got a new deal. Yep. And they got it at a discount That's because right. he was going through domestic abuse stuff. That turned out to be it didn't go to court. So, like, they kind of jumped in there, and they got him on a good deal. Kelsey is on a very manageable deal, but— He'll want to get paid next year. Especially if Kittle gets a new contract. Yes, if Kittle gets a contract, then Kelsey's going to go, well— Excuse me, I, I got the ring. And uh, I, hello. Ca- I caught a touchdown in the Super Bowl, right. so I don't need to be paid more, but I'll take equal. Yeah, I'm, I'll be teammates. Damian Williams isn't getting a lot of money. Nope. Uh, the offensive line— um, They're going to need to per- continue to pay those guys. Yeah, but I don't think anyone on there is a superstar. Eh. Like Eric Fisher was a top five pick, but like Mitchell Schwartz, He'll get you know, paid. but 
all the other weapons like Sammy Watkins, Miko Harmon's on a rookie deal for three or four more years. So like you well, have, let me ask you this about Sammy Watkins because you brought him up. I mean, he's the one that had a great divisional round. Didn't he have a great AFC championship game? Yes. And divisional he had, round? He had the long touchdown against uh, the Titans. I would go this to Sammy. I would go, you've heard for two years people saying that you're the most overpaid wide receiver in the NFL. Yeah. Which means that you can't say that we underpaid you. We're not saying that you're overpaid. We think you're great, but you can't say we underpaid you. So you have 32 minutes over the last two years. We want to win more rings. Will you come down to 10? Like, like we can keep the whole team together because I got to pay Patrick 200. I, I think he'll take that. Like, like we've paid you above market. That's all you've heard about. And we stood behind you. Will you take less? I think he's supposed to get something crazy like 14. I mean, which sounds crazy for a third now, or fourth now, where, receiver. Where it's going to get questionable is Chris Jones is also owed a new contract. And so you have the Chris Jones and the Mahomes. And Chris Jones is going to want Von Miller money. They don't win the game without million. Chris Jones. Of course. They don't win the game. 100 million. And Patrick, it's 200, but I'm excited. Other side of it, how do you feel about Kyle? He's taking a lot of shit. Um, I, I personally do think he made a mistake with the clock at the end of the first half. Do you? I just thought that he should have kept going for it. Um, because I think I think you need to be aggressive against Patrick Mahomes. I don't think you need to play it safe. Well, I think you're it's ten to ten going into the halftime, and I'm saying I'm playing against the MVP and you know, eventual MVP yeah. of the Super Bowl. Certainly. And you're getting the ball. Yeah, you're getting the ball back in the second half. I'm saying before the game, I'm saying we want to limit their possessions. I don't want to give them any extra possessions. So if I can go into the game at halftime anyway and say. We only allowed them to score 10 points. If they score 10 the next you know, next half, we're going to win this football game. If that's the case, I'm okay with that. Yeah, That's but, why I say I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not willing to give them the ball because they can score with 30 seconds. Yeah, but you Offensively, know they, the 49ers couldn't. This is, it, it's not like the Niners didn't have a top five offense. You know what I mean? Like This is the team that hung up like 30 on the, the Packers. Like, this but is Kyle running Shanahan. Offense, though. Yeah, but my thing is, is with a minute and 40 left, you take that timeout, and, and I know this has been debated a million times. Let's say that Kittle catch is not called back. Like, now we're going, shit, we have to settle for a field goal. Like, all it takes is one play. Mm -hmm. All it took was one Debo Samuel reverse to be like, holy shit, now we're in their territory. Let's go for it. It did feel like anytime Debo did anything, the, the Chiefs didn't know what the hell to do. Debo was on track for MVP. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. One, one more end-around run, and maybe yeah. if he like, caught a, a late garbage-time touchdown, He breaks it's one over. tackle. Yeah. Yeah. Despite them not going, going forward or moving forward on right before the half, at the end of the third quarter, you're at the exact position that you want to be at. 20 to zip. Yeah. I mean, 20, 20 to 10. 10. 20 that, to 10. That's, that's what you want to be at. That's totally. why you say, you know, we don't want to give them another but you know possession. Where, but you know where maybe they needed to be at? 23 to 10. That would have been nice. 27 to 10. That would have been nice. You know, my big yeah. thing with yes. football is we need to change the way we talk about coaches' decision making. Yes. And when you say you go for a field goal on fourth and one, people say that's the safe decision. That is not the safe decision. As we've seen, I think this game fully embodied the fact that kicking on fourth and one is a risk mm -hmm. because you are risking not yes. getting those extra four points. 100%. And like Kyle Shanahan, he, he went for three points and he risked not getting the other four points that he might have gotten by going for it on fourth and one. We need to stop talking about that as if it is the safe decision. Decision, yes. And then going for it on fourth and one is some crazy bold risk. It's funny. It's safe in terms of dealing with the media. It is not safe in terms of winning the game. But we are the media. We yes. as the media need to yes. stop referring to it as safe so that Kyle Shanahan can go in and say, like, you know what? I need to do the correct football move, yes. which is to try to get touchdowns here because 
Patrick Mahomes is going to have a run at yes. some point in this game, and I'd rather be up 30 than up by 10. It's 100%. a traditional, traditional decision. That's what right. the old school coaches yeah, should be called. Do. It should be called the rustic decision. Yeah. <laughs> and the, other, the other thing, just think of Andy Reid. He went four and four from one. Oh, of course. And he was stayed aggressive. Didn't feel risky you when he what? did it. It felt like that was it the sure right football did. move. I'm going to do this really quick. I'm going to pat myself on the back really quick. Because when I did make my prediction, mm-hmm. and I did say the Chiefs would win, and they put up 30, the main thing I said was, Andy was going to be the guy that went for everything, and Kyle was going to be a little bit too safe Andy because of what happened. And Andy emptied the chamber. Um, I want to say that I had a really good betting Super Bowl. Nice. And I was one decision away from an epic. I bet every Damian Williams prop bet. I bet carries, I bet yards, I bet one which was over 15 carries, 55 yards, and a touchdown. I got that at plus 300. I got receiving yards. I I bet eight. I went seven of eight. You know the one I didn't get? MVP. Mm. And I had him at 25 to one. And so that would have been from a, wow, what a great night, to I, I I love Patrick. Damian Williams was the MVP of that Super Bowl. No doubt about it. Patrick, while the offense wasn't doing well early and he had that one ugly interception at Tyreek Hill and the other one that wasn't his fault, it was the Damian Williams show going down the field. He was the one that stretched it over for the touchdown late. It wasn't like it was a great Patrick Mahomes throw. He almost he could have gotten the other touchdown run that Patrick decided to keep, and then he had the game-clinching touchdown down the sideline. I, I get it. I get that Patrick Mahomes made a few big throws, but the two biggest throws were the Tyreek Hill on third and 15 and the pass interference to Travis Kelsey down to the one. Those were his two biggest throws. Yep. But Williams' biggest plays were the stretch over over Richard Sherman and a 45-yard touchdown run or whatever it was to win the game. I believe that Damian Williams shouldn't be MVP, probably because I had him at 25-1 to one at the MVP. It would have been. <laughs> it was already decided. If the Chiefs was going to win. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the MVP despite the numbers, anything else. He's going to be, he obviously is part yeah. of if, if the Eli, face of the league. If Eli can win the, you know, the MVP in a game where he did less than Patrick Mahomes, right. you know what I mean? Like, it would have been weird for Patrick Mahomes after that comeback to not be the MVP, for us to wake up the next morning. You know, like when James White, he won the, uh, he arguably could have won the MVP for that Falcons yes, Super Bowl. Yes, he like 15 have. catches. Yeah, and like it would have felt like just weird if Tom Brady didn't have that, because Tom Brady engineered that comeback, you know? Yeah, I think that stinks. Disrespect I, I, look, the run. Running back. That's well, what that, that that's what it is. And also it's people don't realize the impact of history. Yeah. When you Google, you know, Super Bowl winners, there's two lines. And it's going to say the Super Bowl winner and the Super Bowl MVP. And we forget everything else. There's never a line that says best performer. And so because we've turned into like a I need information right now generation and people don't actually like research things, it changes the way things are remembered in history because no one's going to forget that Patrick Mahomes was the quarterback of that team. But we will forget that Damian Williams had the best performance. Right. Like we, we do that with like LeGarrette Blunt in some of those Super Bowls. Like, it Mike, just, Mike Thomas won uh, the Associated Press Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. We don't remember that. Like, I, we remember MVP, right? I didn't love it. I didn't love that decision. And I, and I don't know who I would have picked. Would you have gone for McCaffrey? I would have no, gone no, for no, McCaffrey. No, no, no. There's no doubt. Absolutely. I would have gone with McCaffrey. There's no doubt about that. It, it, and now I'm thinking about it. Of course, yeah. I would go with McCaffrey. It was between those two for yeah, me. Yeah. I think we need MVP and we need Mop, most outstanding player. Mm-hmm. And I wish that those were two equally. Because, you know, like every year when, uh, when A-Rod won the MVP and his team came in last, I think it was like 2003, people were like, how can you be valuable if your team is in last place? But he was the most outstanding player that year. And I, everyone agreed on that. I believe that if we were going to take like the NFL that. honors to the next level, and by the way, shout out to Steve Harvey, 
the clip of him talking about race in the NFL and coaches, like not a lot of people see these, like it just popped up on my timeline mm-hmm. to do that in that room was epic. Yeah. Like, you know, Goodell is sitting there and they're like, we thought we were getting family feud, Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey. And he stood up there and was like, we need to talk about the biggest topic, which is race and coaching. And then paused. And I was like, God, own that stage. That was great. But how about this? How about they give awards best quarterback, best running back, best wide receiver, and they make them championship belts? Because I, that's what we debate in the NFL. It's not about most outstanding player and all that stuff. We can have those two to like have even bigger ones. I would even call it like the flex award and just play off fantasy. Like flex who's the best fun. flex? Who had the best? And, yeah, who had the best night? And of give them a fucking muscle. That's like fun. I don't care. But like for me, if <laughs> if if Michael Thomas is walking around with the wide receiver belt, it's almost like weight classes. You know what I mean? Like he should wear it to games mm. when he's up against Devontae Adams. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I think that. That because I do think that we need to find ways to give more guys awards, and and let them brag about it and talk shit about it. It's not it. It doesn't have that kind of respect yet. Where like you're saying, no one's going. I'm the offensive player of the year. Some of the listeners though are, are like rolling their eyes, going like, well, "Why don't we give everyone a participation trophy? Uh, then? Why don't we just give?" I, just, every- I think it's cool to do like the position by position shit. That's me at least. Well, I think we already know who the best running back in the league was. The best quarter. Maybe we, we already know that though. I don't know. I saw a fucking booger. Debate like right in front of Christian McCaffrey saying he's not the best running back in the NFL. What did he? Who did he say? He was saying Zeke. He was, which crazy. Not this year. He was saying Gurley. Not this year. Not no, even close. It's just it, the thing that's annoying is with Christian McCaffrey. They just say, "Oh, you're not a between the tackles runner." And that's it's like, just, well, no, statistically, he was the entire year. No, that's, not, that's not true. Yeah, he look. I mean, and he's a little bit bigger than you think. Yeah. He is. I had a chance to meet him. I mean, he's he's not a small kid though. Yeah, you want to see a small guy? Go look at Philip Lindsay and be like, yeah, Damn, he's small. He's I've small. never seen anybody like that." <laughs> Um, okay, so we got interviews coming up. Uh, I, I had the Turner thing. That was crazy. Well, no, no. I, the Turner thing was awesome. Thank so, you. So, so here it is. So, again, my wife, we've met, you've met yes. my wife before. We've seen each other. Westbrook, by the way, big times the fuck out of me. The first day I'm there, I'm getting breakfast before I come over. Stop it. And Westbrook sits down, and the waiter comes over, and they're like, the guy over there is taking care of your meal. And I was like... I was like, you go back to him. You say, <laughs> it turned into like the Larry David. Richard. I was going to say, this is very curved. What, what's the guy's Richard what? Richard Lewis. Richard Lewis. Where they're I'm like, paying. I'm, I'm paying. paying. And I, I was like, I was like, you tell him, go fuck yourself. You turn around, you give him my credit. And so the guy and comes the, over to me and is like, he told me to tell you something, but I just can't say it here. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is that? And then you came over. Yeah, and and I appreciate you. No, I appreciate anyway, you. But he he big time the hell out of me. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so my wife. Yeah. So yes. So so Tuesday. I'm, I'm like, I got to get in front of the TV at 6 there. We're still in D.C. at the time. And I was like, Adam's on TV. And so we got the whole family, me, the three kids, wow. all in front of the TV, watching this guy do a hell of a job. Now, listen, you got to know, Shaq is a star, right? It's a, his Dwayne Wade is, is a star. And Candace Parker is an absolute star. Sure. This guy right here stole the show. Oh, Absolutely stop. amazing job. I mean, you you, you have to kind of you got to you got to be a point guard. A I got to be a little bit more John Stockton. But at the same time, <laughs> you did a great job. I was proud, and, and as a friend of yours, I was like, oh, that's my man. Yeah, that's my man. Yeah. Wow. You know, he's, getting, he's getting it done. I would Thank agree. You. Uh, the only person I would have been prouder of 
is you. Oh, oh thanks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Even in my best moments. Yes. I, I will that. say, I, I thought it was pretty cool that you guys, you, you, you launched into the show with just like, we got a new crew, we got a new set, let's talk basketball. You weren't like, hey, everyone, I'm Adam Letko, right. and this I, is my show. You just got right into it, and yeah. it was like you were just part of the crew, which was yes. cool. It was very cool to see. You called Shaq Chuck, too, which yeah. was, I thought was pretty. Man, that was funny. Yeah. After, <laughs> because the thing about Shaq is he's looking to go viral at any moment. That's where like the Shakira thing happens. It's very weird to watch someone go, I'm gonna go viral and then do the Shakira thing in the camera yeah. and then like on my Instagram feed there's four accounts ten minutes later that all put it up and he's like, I told you, you could have done it if you wanted to. Like, <laughs> Shaq Not everybody just, is Shaq. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was funny as the show went on, like vibing with him even more and more throughout the entire night and then realizing it's Shaq. Like at one point he looks at me and he goes, Lefko, I like that name. And I was like, cool, man. And he's like, you play basketball? I was like, yeah, in high school. He goes, yeah, because I could see you hitting a shot and people being like, left co. And I was like, <laughs> Shaq just yelled, left co. And like, that's kind of stuff. Uh, it was, man, so many stories and funny shit and all that. And then like the karaoke thing. Uh, okay. So wait, before, before we move yeah, on yeah, from yeah. the first, I, I want to know <sighs> what was your like butterflies level from zero to 10, like right before broadcast, what have been an hour before, like after the first commercial break, like did, did things kind of settle? Okay. So this is weird. We were supposed to do our show the week before and Kobe passed away right. that Sunday because I still went to Atlanta. I had kind of walked through everything. I had flown in on a Monday. I was, I kind of like went out to dinner the night before an accidental dress rehearsal. And so because I kind of did that and I saw the set ahead of time, it took a lot of that stuff away. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I woke up at 7 AM and like, I couldn't go back to sleep. So I went to the gym, but I was at the office from 2 PM to 2 AM and I didn't get tired because I was just on adrenaline, you know, but I don't. I don't really think I had a nervous stuff until we were not all in the same room together until 40 seconds before the first wow. show. So like that's unusual too. I mean, me, Candace and Wade were at like the pre-show meeting and we're like meeting in and Wade is like the ultimate teammate. Like Candace texted me and him before like, Hey Rooks, you got to get me donuts. And I was like, well, I already got cookies shipped in from New York. So that covers <laughs> me. And then, but Wade showed up with donuts. And then after we get done the meeting, like, you know how meetings are. It's like, all right, everybody. He's like, no, nah, fuck that. Everybody get around, hand up in the air. We're doing Tuesdays on three. Like, that's Wade. Nice. And so, but we're there. And Shaq comes in like 40 seconds before air. Because it's like, hey, I've done this a million times. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to do it. And I think when he sat down, that's when I was like, oh, it's fucking real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think I really got nervous. It's, uh, it was just kind of like, this is what we do now. And we're going to do it. But it was, it was fun. It was, I, it's tough because it was an hour long pregame show. So I know a lot of people watch that, but if you watch inside the NBA, you know, the best stuff is in the postgame show, yeah, right. but that also starts at 1230. So a lot of that I'm is long like, asleep. By yes. <laughs> and so that's a lot of clips that you'll see the next morning on social. Right. Like when we were recapping our weekend and like we, you see Shaq DJing, like me doing the Ja Rule karaoke, like, and then we like eat oysters together. Like that's the inside of the NBA that I love. So by the time, we got to post game we had already made fun of wade's outfit we'd already like talk shit with candace like me and Shaq had already made the bet he already met my fiance and came out and was like i'm gonna challenge your fiance to a dance battle and i was like <laughs> she's gonna kick your ass but like like in in the commercial breaks he's trying to ride a unicycle i saw that like i this is Shaq. we have 40 seconds to air all right, 40 seconds, everybody. Oh, I really like this desk. Hey, yo, 
to like the floor manager. I want this in my house. And he's like, ha ha. And he goes, I'm not kidding. I want this in my house. Like, this is what he does. And they're like, all right, 30 seconds to air. And he's like, oh, yo, are those gold basketball hoops? I want, I want three of those. And he's not fucking around. He's like, I have a really big house and I would like that to go in one of my rooms. Yeah. And like, he's like, okay, Shaq. And he's like, I don't, I'm not kidding. 20 seconds to air. And he's like, oh, man. He's just shopping. And then at that thing. point, he's like, shopping at TNT. At that point, he's like, who's sitting next to me? He's like, oh, what's up, man? So like, he's, he's still processing, you know? So when we go on air and like, he says, man, I'm upset because like, I didn't even see this stuff. Like he, he's seeing it for the first time. And, um, but yeah, we're shooting this shit the whole night. You know, it, it was really, really cool. It looked cool. Okay. So the clip that played though, was me doing Ja Rule at yes. Dwayne Wade's karaoke party. Right. Okay. Let's hear Brian's. Brian was in the audience. I was in the audience. Oh, nice. So, again, it was pouring that night, and we all kind of go to the little, what is it, Budweiser, whatever hotel it was. Nautilus Hotel. Nautilus Miami. Hotel. We get down there. So, me and the wife, we're just hanging around, drinking, whatever, doing whatever, chilling. And yeah, he's, like, he's like, I'm coming to see you. And I was yeah. like, Westbrook's going to be in the audience? Now I'm nervous. I, well, first of all, I didn't even know that you were singing in a karaoke. I thought it was just random people doing karaoke. I'm like, oh, I, I like karaoke. I like laughing at yeah. people. So it was a celebrity karaoke. Did you perform? Which I, of course not. I'm watching. Uh, I, would I never thought it was going to be a situation like that. It had been pitched to me as a somewhat low-key event because I wasn't supposed to tell anybody. And when we walked into the hotel, there's these little lounge pits. And I was like, oh, we're going to be in one of the lounge pits. And like, oh, Westbrook will be there. I wonder if he'll get up there. But they, they kept calling us a celebrity karaoke, and I was like, they're clearly exaggerating. It's me and Taylor. Taylor's a, Taylor Rooks is a celebrity. I'm right. not that. So, they, so of course, Dwayne goes first, and he oh, was— oh, my bad. Let me give a little bit more background. So I get there, and they take us in the back, and there's, like, true celebrities, like Venus Williams, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk, like Tiana Taylor and uh, Iman Shumpert, like Jaleel White is in the building. Okay. Yes. And I'm like, that is Stefan Urkel, and he is in the building. And we're back there. And Did you I, have a chance to introduce Stefan Urkel to Russell Wilson? Because that would have been Russell something. Wilson was not there. That been so, that's so funny. But, yeah, I mean— Look, Jaleel White looked at me and said, we have a lot of friends in common. And I was like, I don't know where the fuck I am right now. This is crazy. Anyway, to let you know how out of place it may have seemed to some people, a security guard came up to me and said, hey, we're clear in this area. Only performers and VIP are allowed in here. And I looked at him and I was like, well, I'm going to be performing. <laughs> Which and I he stand. goes, he goes. I got to confirm that. And then walks away. And I was like, I was like, perfect. Like to the point I had it happen to me twice. When I pulled up for, for NBA on TNT Tuesday nights to Atlanta, I get dropped off at an Uber in the back and the security guard goes, what's your name? And I go, Adam Lefko. And he goes, I got to phone this in. And so I'm standing out there and a PA runs out. I'm like, no, he's good. And I was like, no, this is great. I love this shit. Like, I love that. Keep it's it humble. Yeah. Yes. All right. So. We get in there and it's raining. So we're all in this back area. And I go, oh, I guess we're just going to do it in this back area. And then Dwayne Wade's manager goes, oh, no, we're waiting for it to clear up so we can use the stage outside. Mm -hmm. And I look out and I see a little bit of a stage and I go, oh, it's going to be a casual area. I didn't realize that was like a shitload of production yeah. equipment mm -hmm. that like went back. I don't know, 40 feet that it was an uh, elevated stage and there was like VIP rooms. Like it was a fucking stage. And me and Taylor Rooks are looking at each other going, what the hell have we got ourselves into? Uh -huh. How many people in the crowd? So it was, it was at the, how many people there was a, it was at the, actually at the pool. So now we're all around the pool. It's, 
I don't know, five, six hundred people. There. Wow. It's, it's a lot of people. I thought it was going to be 50, 60 intimate, yeah. which to me no. was actually a little bit scarier to just be in a room with like really famous people. Yep. And so we're realizing this right now. And Taylor goes to Dwayne Wade's manager and goes, hey, we want to change our song. We were going to do Aaliyah and Timbaland. Like, are you that somebody? Tell me I got somebody, baby girl. And that was going to be me. <laughs> and then because I lost my voice, we wanted to switch it up to Ja Rule. And so we were going to do Ja Rule and J-Lo, which Turn is what we did. Turn your weakness into a strength. You got the Bang. raspiness. Let's just make that an it's asset. It's like judo. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, I'm Real by J-Lo and Ja Rule. And she tells this to Dwayne Wade's manager. And she stops. And she looks at me and she goes, you do know that Ja Rule is here. No. He's and there. He's there. And I go. And you had no idea. And they both look at me and I go, this is my dream. Oh, shit. <laughs> to perform Ja Rule in no. front of Ja Rule. Well, let me tell you. So, so in the crowd, and of course, okay. we see D-Wade. He starts off the event. And he, Montel Jordan. Yeah, D-Wade, he's just a low-key guy. So he, his energy isn't quite where I thought it would he be had, for the event. He had backup dancers and all yeah, that. Yeah, his was just okay. And someone went second. Was Joey, it, JB? it was Joey Fatone. Now, oh, fantastic. Now, he can sing. Joey Fatone of NSYNC goes up there and sings Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys. And he I did mean, it. People must have gone crazy. And he's wearing a shirt that says Fatone, but it's split up where it says Fat, fat one. one. Yeah. yeah. But, the, oh, earlier in the VIP, I look at Edom, I go, that's fucking Joey Fatone. And then the lady in front goes, Joey, here's your drink. And it was totally like his sister or somebody. Uh-huh. I was like, ah, shit, I fanboyed over Joey Fatone. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he was actually amazing, but yeah, he, he, was he was making fun of the but He's with Backstreet. I have no and clue. Sync, and and she was making fun of them. What Backstreet Boys song did he do? Uh, Whatever song is the most popular one. That's I the want one. it that way. Yes. No, yes. 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 And he did a great job. So he's obviously a great singer. Yeah, then, people lost their minds. Was sure. it JB Smooth before you? After me. Okay. We so were, now we were after Joey Fatone. Okay. Perfect. So now they were like, yeah. Adam Levko and Taylor Rooks are coming. I'm like, oh shit, it's about to get real. Because now I'm saying I, I've seen Adam in 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 his environment before. And I knew he would like it. I didn't know, I didn't know what Taylor's energy was gonna be, but I, I saw Adam come out and he and he literally thought he was Ja Rule. I mean, and he sounded just <laughs> like him too. And so they're singing this shit, and Taylor's fucking dancing, and it, it, it was a good show. I tapped absolutely a great show. They did great. I was I was really proud. I thought we had a, we should have had a chance to win. JB Smooth beat us because he brought out like JB Smooth was not better than you. Dancers. Was not better than you. No. I just don't think they wanted to have like the trophy and be like first year ever. Yeah. Adam Lefko and Taylor Rooks. Even though I, I thought Taylor we Taylor was Taylor Taylor and she did a good job. She you did. set the stage for next year. She did a yeah. great you job. You can up it up. You know, get some backup dancers for next year. Like now, you see what the competition sounded is. just like Ja Rule. And three people later, Ja Rule comes out. I'm like, holy shit! Yes. It was. It was. Oh, it was to amazing. The point where on Tuesday, Wade was like, "Yo, were you there when Ja Rule performed?" I was like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "I'm not gonna lie. I was a little bit upset that you didn't call me on stage." <laughs> he goes, "You should have just come on stage." And right. I go. Man, I am not in that spot to be like, this is my party now. Yeah. Like, no way. Carrie Champion was there. They tried to Carrie Champion Carrie and, and Bazoma St. John. Fr- Who was that? Bazoma St. John is like a very well known. She was she's at she was at Uber. She was at Google. Oh. She's like a very powerful executive. I think now she's oh, like WMA, really? uh, WME. So oh. her and Carrie Champion did a song. And they did Beyonce. And listen, Destiny's I, Child, I think. Destiny's Child. I love Carrie Champion. Beautiful. I mean, and, and so was the other young lady. Yes. Beautiful. And they're just great people. Too. They just shouldn't do karaoke. They, they didn't, yeah. I don't know that they, they knew. They quit halfway through. Any uh, of the words before the song. And then they didn't read any of them either. It was They had this thing with the lyrics, though. I yeah, assume. they did. They were, they were a little bit delayed. Uh, which is such a killer. 
Oh, so you yeah. pretty much had to know your song going in. For oh, the most yeah. part. Yeah, yeah, if you wanted to The scariest up. thing was right before we're going to go on, and we have to change the name of the, we have to change the song. And so they're like, okay, guys, you have 30 seconds. And there's so many people out there that are so stressed out behind the scenes. And I go, okay, we need to change the song. And they go, okay, just tell this guy. And this guy turns around looking like Dr. Brown from Back to the Future <laughs> with a flashlight on his forehead. And he goes, what song do you want? And I was like, oh, fuck. The count? <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, this guy knows 14 words of English. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, two songs. Excellent. And so he goes, he goes, just type it into the computer. And I go, okay. And I type in J-A space. And I look up. It's, I can't see it. He goes, it's going in. You just can't see. And I'm like, and they're like, 20 seconds. No. And I was like, if I don't get this right, I go, did I hit the space bar? And I'm like, I think I did. R-U-L-E space J. Is there a space between J and low? And I go, we're sticking with J. Enter. And I'm looking. I go, I need the remix. And he goes, remix. And I go, remix. Enter. Like, okay, go on. I was like, ah, fuck. And I have no idea. And it pops up. And so then at the end, I'm like, all right, I need to. Shout out the judges on Gary, Gary Vayner. I can't yeah. even do job rule now. Yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk, Tiana Taylor. And then I didn't remember. And it was Amanda Cerny, who you've worked with before. No, I like pitched oh. something to her people. She was like an Instagram person with 26 million followers. Yeah. And I didn't know wow. her name. Wow. And that's why I was like, and, the, and I was like, and you, you bad. And then I just kept going. And then like, she totally knew that I didn't know her name. I felt really bad. She figured it out. Yeah. I mean, it, it wasn't obvious from my view, but Good. I, I thought you kind of played it off pretty well. <sighs> But you, guys, you guys did an amazing job. Venus Williams came out to me afterwards and was like, that was great. I went and saw a bunch of people that knew Dwayne Wade the next day, and they just started calling me Ja. Uh-huh. It was, that was fun. That's awesome. It was a, a good weekend, man. A-plus to you and Taylor. Great Thanks, job. bro. Great I appreciate job. it. What does Ja Morant need to do to become Ja? Like, because Ja is still Ja Rule, right? Wow. And then, like, in the same way that like Michael B. Jordan will never be Michael Jordan. Like I, he could win 10 Oscars. I'm, I'm going to be honest here. I'll, I'll I can't wait to meet Michael C. Jordan <laughs> when, <laughs> as it evolves over time. When Ja Rule came out, I was like, eh, I don't really want him. I, I when wasn't he came excited. Out, about someone it. turned to me and was like, I'll never forget Fire Fest. And I was like, that's a weird. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you say I wasn't that? excited about Ja Rule being there. I mean, I, I'll say that. I was excited about the karaoke. I wasn't. There was no song that he could have sung. I'd be like, eh, I'm glad Ja Rule's here. Yeah. I'll say this, though. And my wife has been complaining since that day. That song that you guys sung has been in my head. Which part? The the, the whole part. The, the way you. Yes, are. yes. The whole thing. I'm singing the whole song in my head. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's it's catchy. The way you look, the way you. Oh man, so fucking funny. If you had to, Brian, if you had to sing one karaoke song to yeah. oh, impress the crowd, what's your what are you going with? I don't know, man. I, I've been th- I've been think I've been th- thinking about that for a long time. I, for some reason, you have to have something that's going to be catchy and the crowd is going to understand, yes. and they want them to sing. In my mind, this is just in my mind. I, not that I can <laughs> sing it. I want to sing um, TLC. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Beautiful. I did. I actually won a karaoke competition with that when I was like 14 years old. Do you understand? Do you do you see why we're best friends now? Yeah, I don't know if that's a good karaoke. Song. I don't know that it is it's either. So but slow. It works. It works. I'm trying you know to tell the you. Rap? I guess everyone can sing, and you have like a very easy. People rap. love it's a great it. Great chorus. Everyone loves the chorus. People you got like it. the the dance moves at the. And end. Then that one part, it's like. I used to know the rap from beginning. Wow. I totally don't. You know the one thing about karaoke is that there are so many songs that you think you know until you see the words. Yes. You're like, hold on. I didn't even know they were saying that for a long, long time. Yes. Gets to the and B that, section. You're like, wait, where is this song? Going? Exactly. <laughs> what song is this? This is a remix. Yeah. What? What's yours? 
Um, so I think the, the most important wheelhouse for karaoke songs is from like 96 to 2005. I agree. It's like this Great range, theory. this range, range of music where people go, oh, I know this song from beginning to end, but I don't remember every piece of it. You know, so I'm going with like Champagne Supernova is a great one. Really solid. Yeah, it's just it's a you solid. No clue. No clue. That's Oasis. Though. They had a they had a run in the like late. You know 90s, Wonderwall. Early 2000s. No, I, what the hell are these? Do Wonderwall. Do like a little bit of Wonderwall. Backbeat. The word is on the street. street that the fire in your heart is out. Uh, no, no thanks. Now. now, what's the chorus though? Uh, uh, I don't believe that anybody feels a way yeah, I do. Oh, no, no, I, I don't know that song. No. That's, what, that's what I've been doing. Okay. Nobody keep it at. Because maybe it's going to be the one that saves me. No, no, no. Can't do it. Nope. Don't know it. Wow. I don't know the song. You're my wonder. Oh, okay. Let me ask you guys this. Should I make this a thing on the Tuesday show? I look over. And one of the shoes is one of Candace's shoes, which was a Wonder Woman themed Adidas. Mm. Shaq the kicks game was strong across the board. Shaq calls himself Superman. Yeah. Wade is known as Flash. Yeah. People say that my voice gets a little Batman-y. Mm. Should we embrace these characters? Go DC Universe. Are they all the same universe? I mean, Superman, Batman, and then who'd you say Candace was? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's DC. And what about Flash? Uh, let me look it up, but I believe so. Wow. I like that. I like where you're going with I that. just think that this can be a thing. Yeah? That we should lean into. Because Shaq definitely wants to be Superman, and he does not like that Dwight Howard the tries to see DC. Well, he, he, he's trying to give oh, it to oh, the Greek freak, shit. too, now. He's trying to give that to the Greek freak a little bit. A little bit? Yeah. But he is super, he's got a Superman he tattoo Superman. on his hand. That's right. Wade is Flash. I... It's not bad. Wade went to Flash earring. I'm going to talk to the producers. I don't know what we're going to do with it. But as long as I can bring out the Batman voice. Why don't you get Joaquin Phoenix? It's Oscars week. Get him to promote the movie Joker. while he's on the show. It's not a bad idea. You need a, you need a, a foil. But you this need a feels rival. good. Something feels There's good. There's something there. Okay. There's something there. Okay. Uh, I don't know what else to talk about, but I want to keep talking. What do you guys want to talk about? Highlights from Miami that you haven't mentioned yet? Yeah, what do you Oh, got? we haven't even talked Football Feud. Bring that was up. one of the How most exciting it? things we did. How was it? So just, D-Jack was there. D-Jack was awesome. And he shit on Eagles fans. Damn. No, but like in a, well, funny, in a way. funny way. So okay. just so for the people that haven't seen it, you should go on YouTube and Instagram yes. and stuff and watch it. But Lefko hosted basically a family feud type episode, but we called it football feud. And it was three on three, three offensive players versus three defensive players. We asked them all sorts of fun football questions like studio audience. who's the best trash talker in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And then they had 30 seconds to like, oh, Jalen Ramsey, Richard Sherman, right. the, the guesses that people had. We put the time crunch on them. They were guessing weird stuff. The offense was D-Jack, Deshaun yep. Jackson, Darren Waller, who was hilarious. I wow. thought he was great. Wow. And uh, Marquise Hollywood Brown, who mm-hmm. was like, he was kind of like a rookie, sort of like a little, a little shy. Out. But he was out. funny. He had, he had some funny moments. And he had good guesses. He was just very quiet. Cam Jordan was like the best Cam. shit talker. I saw Cam day. Jordan. I, we were on a set. He was running like it was seven o'clock in the morning. He's taking laps around South Beach, <laughs> just running, shirt off, Cam, everything. Cam Jordan told me, I was like, man, I was like, I don't know what you're going to, like he was in that wrestler mold I was bringing earlier. I was like, what are you going to do when you retire? He goes, I got nine years left, and then you're never going to hear from me again. I was like, what? Oh, wow. He goes, he goes, um, he goes, I got a house in Arizona. He goes, I'm going to, I'm going to dominate for nine years. And then after that, um, I'm not doing TV. He goes, I want to live in the middle of nowhere. I don't want to do any of that shit. Wow. And I think his dad played too. So I wonder if that's part of it, but I was like fascinated by that. That's pretty cool. Though. I love dudes. That There's not like, a lot of guys that feel that way. 
gold. I'm done. Yeah, so that was cool. He was great, though. I wonder if he'll feel differently in He's a years. Kaiser Sose of football. People football. change. Yeah, you know? I like that. That's right. What's we had on the defensive side? Cam Jordan, Jonathan Abram, and Landon Collins, all three of whom were hilarious. And Landon Collins was just, like, unintentional. Like, yeah. there was one part where they were trying to say Ron Rivera for, like, the coach that could suit up and play. And Landon Collins 100% was like, Paul Revere. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no, that wasn't it. But they had a blast. They were funny. Oh. They were all calling each other out. There was, like, some fun twists to the rules that, like, got them, like, scoring, going head-to-head. Yeah. And Lefko, you had a, you had a good time. We, we shot for about an hour, and then we yep. cut it down to about 30 minutes. Shout-out to our editor. Yeah, Dave, so check out the uh, episode. I thought it was good. I went to the EA Sports party that night, and I'm standing there, and Deshaun Jackson and his crew walks in. Mm-hmm. And How it, many? How many? Well, when you— Six, uh, seven, six, ten, seven, deep. twenty. Um, but if you watch it, too, like, it it ends— Defense ended up winning, but I, I still watch it. It's still funny. Uh, but he walks by, and he's like, oh, you guys job me. Like, he was still competitive. He's like, ah, I'm fucking with you. But it was like, he t- he was taking it serious. Yeah. D-Jack is a great dude. I mean, he, I, I've I seen him, him, of course, since his rookie year. Yeah. He came into the Eagles. But and I, and obviously, I know his parents, his mom, his dad passed away. But solid people. His mother and my mother still are close. So it's always good to see him doing well. And hopefully, he comes back solid this year. I don't know what the Eagles need to do. Oh, my God. I didn't tell you guys this. So I'm... <laughs> I love what story. So, so I like go that. to the fanatics party, leaving out. I see Jaleel White, which I've known forever. Have you? Yeah. Maybe that's one of our mutual friends. Him and Freddie Mitchell <laughs> know each other somehow, and I don't know why I've, I've known that's him forever. That's amazing. I love when celebrities just know each other yeah. and no one has any idea why. I don't know why. You're like, oh, yeah, Beyonce is good friends with Bill Walton. It's, like, okay, I don't <laughs> It's weird. I see Barry Sanders and Barry, his son. He goes to school at Howard in D.C. where I'm from. I'm like, so I'm like, Barry, listen, if your son ever needs anything in D.C., I know a lot of people that I'm from there. Just let me know. He's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, well, if he needs anything in D.C., just let me know. What, what do you mean? You can help him? I was like, uh, if he just needs anything, I mean, I'm just kind of being nice. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't. Okay, Barry, I got to go. And it just walked away. I was like, oh, that's weird. The guy that I saw that my wife was most excited about was Dennis Rodman. Really? I did see you guys had a picture of him. In I talked to him. I, I was using English words, and I don't, I'm not 100% sure that he was using words at all. He, I was like, what's up, Dennis? I was like, Dennis, everything good? I was like, Dennis, I got to go, man. It was just Dennis, I had a chance to interview him one time in Philadelphia for a Thuzio event, uh-huh. and I started off the interview by going, this is a man that has insert amount of championships, insert amount of defensive player of the years, and he has broken his penis Three times because wow. it's on his uh, Wikipedia page. And he tells stories that are so out there in such a calm voice uh-huh. Uh-huh. that you're like, that would be the craziest story of anyone's life. And I know you got 50 more. Yeah. The life he has lived does not make sense. But you're right. He has that like quiet voice where it'd be like, yeah, like so me, so me and like Carmen Electro, yeah. like at Hefner's place, and like all of a sudden the president walks in, and you're like, what the fuck? Out of control. Jong Un texts me. Yes, that's so funny. Out of control. Too. But he always has glasses on too. Yeah, I, I, I don't, don't want to know what his eyes look like. I don't know that they were open when I saw him. I, if, if I, if he had glasses on, but I'm pretty sure he was being led around and they were closed. It, it was it was one thirty in the afternoon, so I'm not sure that he had been asleep at all. Shit, it was amazing. I don't know what else to talk about, David, but I want to keep talking. Um, Is that weird? 
No, I think that's great. Uh, Miami, just overall impressions. Like, uh, that was my first Super Bowl in Miami. What? Did, yeah, I want to hear yours, because yours is new, and me and Westbrook have done this a lot before. Well, I will say that you two had a different Miami than I did. Like, I was in, like, a production <laughs> room, and yeah. I was, like, in a like an editing suite for long stretches. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> I was like, that kind of sucks. Every, everything you're talking about sucks. I will say the weather was awesome. But, yes. like, for everyone else that, like, gave me a look, like, going to Miami for a week, oh, baby, yeah, exactly. like, leaving the wife and kid behind. Like, what a fun thing. And I'm like, it's going to be way less sexy than you think it is. Yes. Like, I'm very much going to be in a hotel for most 100%. of it. Um, but I will say, like, my, I just, I didn't know the vibe of Miami too much. And I will say it's cool that uh, there is absolutely no traffic laws whatsoever obeyed at any time. Like, that's just interesting, <laughs> like, culturally, that just no one has any interest in paying attention to red just lights Just, like, sitting at in any the middle moment. of the lane. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> right. It, because in New York, obviously people jaywalk, but, like, they you know, they do that thing where it's, like, safe jaywalking where you're like, I have enough time to cross Right, the I can make it. And the cars kind of like non-verbally accept that. In Miami, I feel like they're trying to mow you down if you because you're standing there at a corner and the light hasn't changed in 11 minutes and you're wondering like, when the hell am I going to get a chance to go across this street? And the cars are like, yeah, I'm going to kind of veer to try to hit you yeah. for, for breaking the law. Um, the Hall of Fame class, I this is going to be a really quiet Hall of Fame induction. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, some years like we get like Randy Moss and all that stuff and it's really good. Like... Palomalu, Isaac Bruce, Edrin James, Steve Hutchinson, like, it's going to be quiet as hell. I don't I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it that much. Do you think in the same way that there should be an— uh, Edge might be crazy, though. But in the same way that there should be a mop of most outstanding player, there should be, like, one sexy name per year. They should, like—you know, who is it, like— Well, Jimmy Johnson and Bill Cower, I think, are going to get a lot more of the attention. And I think Jimmy's going to steal the show. Yeah. yeah. Jimmy likes to talk. Speech-wise. Likes to talk How about, about the Cowboys, you know? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I like Miami. I think that people may have the wrong idea of Super Bowl parties, though. Okay. I think that when you think of Super Bowl parties, you think celebrities, you think lights out, drinking, throwing them in. That's exactly what you just described with this karaoke thing. It sounded like celebrities for days. Well, that was from 6 to 9 It was PM. early. Mm. It was early. So yeah. it's like you're in and you're out, and that was more of an event. Where are you going to go with this? Well, 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 Super Bowl parties, a lot, is, a lot of it is corporate, so it's sponsored yeah. by Pepsi or whoever else yeah. in the lights are generally not very low. They're generally up a little bit higher yep. than normal. You, you, they free drinks, everything like that. But it's you, it's stuffy. It's guys walking around with suits, and it's just. I would also say this: there's a lot of parties where you're like, "This is going to be great," and you get there, and like, in the party is like some dude in a Mahomes jersey and yeah. sandals. It's weird. Like there to eat all the free food, That's and right. you're like, you're like, how did you get in here? You, well, it's like a it, weird mix of fans, and they got a ticket from the homeboy sponsors. Like, That's what it is. You don't know what it is, so it's very weird when like you're dressed up because in a weird way that is work for me now like going and like taking the photo and like doing the karaoke like i didn't relax like that shit was exhausting like i like i got done and i was like babe i don't want to go out tonight right because and then like you're like okay now i'm dressed up to go out and there's like mahomes sandal guy and i was like i would never want to come to a party with that guy like just like hanging out it's it's very weird like a weird vibe yeah, there was never a point where I looked around and I was like, this is a club. Like, even the clubs were like, I don't know, I didn't go to any. The best party that I went I to really was the Fanatics that. party, and that was from 12 to 4 in the afternoon, which is yeah. obviously not party time, but right. it, it was, they had, you know, Jay-Z, Meek, Cardi B, everybody. I actually went to a, a, a concert that had Migos and Cardi B out by the stadium, and it was amazing. And th- that was a club, and it was... I'm going to give a shout-out to somebody right now. Um... 
I'm at the EA Sports thing, and it's a concert. It's like Megan the Stallion and all this stuff. And I'm, I'm like, you know what? I don't want to sit in my seat anymore. Let's just go out where the bar is, and there's like a lot of NFL players around there. And someone introduces me to Max Crosby of the Oakland Raiders. And double he, X Max. Double X Max, who had an amazing year, like 10, 10 and a half seasons. Yeah, good season. And he looks at me, and he goes, oh, fuck, Lefko. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean, <laughs> oh, fuck, Lefko? He's like, bro, I listen to a lot of your shows. I watch all your shit. And I was like, wait, what? And I just, to me, when I hear that shit, I think about the the 33% and I think about the listeners because it's like podcasting is a very interesting thing where it's not like TV where somebody comes in and goes, here's the ratings, boss. But it's also not like a direct response mm. where like when I do inside the NBA and I forget, I say Chuck is Chuck, I have 40 text messages telling me about it. Podcast, it's like you might listen to this two weeks from now, right. and then I get a text. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it's like I know the Super Bowl MVP listens to this show. Like the fact that like Max Crosby like came up to me and was like, oh shit, to me, it just for me, it makes me think of all the other listeners that are home right now because it's a very private experience. You're in a car, you're at home, you're listening to it, it's by yourself, but there's other people listening to it too. And that's when I think about the group as a whole. And I get a lot of pride because it's like, nobody has to listen to this shit. Well, I think, I think to your you point, too. You do a million too, different things, and I just think it's fucking dope. When we did the live show on Friday, there were a lot of people that came up to me was like, man, we like listen to every show. And, I'm, and it was, so the, the yeah. show was actually, it was a parking lot, right? Yeah. A parking garage. Something like that. 1111 Lincoln. And, and converted and it into the. It looked amazing. It awesome. It was absolutely, you wouldn't know. And, and I was sitting there, I'm looking around like, what the hell type of building is this? <laughs> then I'm like, oh, it's a parking garage. But they did a great job of converting it into yeah, it their cool. own little space. But people are walking around, they're enjoying all the shows. When I got there, Peyton was talking. Yeah. We went and talked to Donovan for a little bit. But the people, our listeners, they enjoy it. They respect it. Yeah. And it, it, it certainly, we appreciate that. I, yeah. I'm glad that we were able to run into a few of them. One of the coolest, another interview that's going to come up later was the Dan Patrick conversation. Oh, yeah. You were in heaven. Oh. You were in sports media heaven for 20 minutes. I don't, I don't know when they're going to release that, but that was like a 30-minute conversation. And I just, you guys will hear, I just started off by saying, I'm going to be very selfish. I'm going to ask you questions that I want to know, not questions that I think would do well on social or that like ran it. Like, I'm never going to ask, who's the, the craziest interview you've mm -hmm. ever had? It was a lot more like, how do you host? And that was like, the only thing that I regret from this whole inside the MB TNT thing was I got a text that I didn't see till the next morning. That was Dan Patrick wants to have you on his show. Uh, it would have been Wednesday afterwards at nine 45. I was like, my flight leaves at nine 30. Right. And I was like, damn it. Cause that would have we'll been have some weird. Again. Uh, I hope so. Come on. Next week. Well, probably the same time you're flying out next week, too. Oh, and then Fritzy's son uh, apparently listens to the show. You're the man, too. Have fun at Syracuse. That was awesome. It's just uh, fucking cool. There it were was a couple cool of week. There were a couple of 33 percenters, like, because I was off camera, you know, while you were doing all your interviews. And once in a while, you'd be like, and then Ingber over there, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, some people that were kind of around us watching were like, oh, you're Ingber? Because, like, they, so they'd good. heard me on the podcast, yeah. but they'd never actually physically seen me before. So, like, that was my version of, like, celebrity recognized. That's it was, like, just, cool. you know, one of your fans yes. being like, oh, right, no, I've no, heard, no, no, he's no. a character it's on the show. A, it's an hour thing. It's an hour thing. Because, like, right now, 33%, 33%, 33%, and the fans are holding down 1% because they're listening. And then it's going to be they get the 33% when it's over. They pick it up. Well, because, like, look— you can't make anything of substance by yourself. Mm -hmm. 
Like you can, but then like tell that to my IKEA desk. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that Shaq wants to use in this house now. Shit, but. No, man, this has been a fucking fun year. I've really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me, man. I hey, uh, Westbrook, I will say that uh, it's it was interesting. I don't want to cry. It was weird for me in the beginning because I'm like, I rooted for you for so long, and now that I consider you a close friend, it's it's been a really big blast. You're going to make me cry. I'm, I'm going to stop talking. Um, so that's been awesome. I guess I'll just give some information. I think we are going to go into slight hibernation for the next like two, three months, but what we're doing is all those Super Bowl interviews because – this Atlanta shit is kind of crazy, and we need to figure out Ditch the Playbook Season 2 what we're doing. We're going to kind of go into production mode, and that's why we use the Super Bowl interviews the way it is to kind of space them out and, and still give you guys content and really good conversations. And then after that, we're going to keep kind of figuring it out. But um, there, are, there are things at salaries higher than me that I don't know how it fucking works. But either way, I know that I'm walking in and saying that I had a fucking blast with Brian fucking Westbrook. And I enjoyed my, it. my only fucking issue is that I think he likes David Ingber more than me. He's my best friend. So. Look, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to like be bringing the friendship just <laughs> week after week after week, just bringing it, you know? What am I supposed to hold back my friendship from Brian Westbrook while he's sitting right there? Don't hold back, brother. Never hold back. Uh, the one thing I will say, too, is to shout out other people at BR... Uh, stick to football. This is their time to shine. I'm getting a lot of people t uh, DMing me right now saying, when are you going to go into the draft? I will get into the draft in draft season when it's like April. But right now there is two guys, really three with Mello in Miller and Connor that have been focusing, this, focus, focusing on this all year round. And so I will have interviews with guys like Jerry Judy um, and Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. That was awesome. We well, were the he, I heard he's a first rounder. I hear he might go in the top 20. Yeah, maybe. pretty cool. Um, but they, they're where you want. If you want draft information, go with them. And then when I do my deep dive in April, we'll do like some collaborations with them. Uh, Howard Beck had me on his podcast, The Full 48, talking about uh, the NBA on TNT. So if you want to listen to that, just shout out other people here at the network. And then if you want to follow Westbrook on Twitter, at 36Westbrook, at bwestbrook.com bwestbrook.com yeah nailed it bwestbrook.com ingber is at david ingber 1 man we got to fight whoever has david ingber <laughs> normal <laughs> i want to make sure david i got ingber that right one. okay gotcha um anything else you want to say before we start wrapping it up no man thank you it's been a great year it's been I, a of blast. course i've enjoyed you guys you guys know that um Looking forward to what happens next, man. I'm excited about this TNT thing. Thank you, bro. I'm excited about your relationship with Shaq and, and, and Candace and Dwayne. And, and, you know. Are you going to be on First Things First a lot? Yeah, I'll be on First Things First a couple times a week as the season continues to go on. And that's on FS1. I'll watch um, you guys in yeah, the morning. It's early. 6.30 to 9.30 is bright and early, but. It gets you started. It gets your little football fix early in the morning. And but this is how you dress on that show too, and I like it. No, you know this is how I dress Wait. in the morning normally. Just, really? No, of course not. Suit yeah, this, and tie. This is the way I dress on that show only. A little BW on the on the cuff well, yeah, over that's there. That's just how I do. Lovely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Of course. Any new horses in 2020? I just bought a new horse. There the other it is. Day. Oh my god, wow. I did. I shouldn't have. My Lead wife with is, that. She's not happy. She's not happy right now. What kind of horse? It's just a little right. The horse is actually pregnant. She's in foal, so we were expecting a little baby in another <gasps> two months. So yeah, she's not. That'll my wife is not happy. Are you gonna have a baby shower? I am. I should. Okay. I should have <laughs> a baby shower. Baby shower. Hey, invite my friends over there. Be like, hey, we're not. My friends would hate it. So yeah. Do a do a gender reveal for. Gender. Oh, reveal. I love that. 
That would be amazing. I should do that. It's like a bag of oats, but it's like <laughs> yeah, pink oats. Yeah, yeah, oats. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's not happy with me right now, so I, I don't know if I can pull that off. She's upset that I'm spending That's okay. Yeah, horses. when we when we buy things out of nowhere, it's yeah, a problem. Yeah. And she's on Amazon and every shopping thing on the computer every day. So I'm like, yeah, you know. Exactly. Sorry, right, Bernie. Uh, I guess we'll wrap up. Okay, cool. All right, let's play that funky music. For David Ingber. Don't compare yourself to the other people at the gym. Compare yourself to the people who are still on their couch. Ooh, that's deep. That's really good. And that's going to be good for me, too. Because I'm going to start the gym this week. It's time? Well, next week. I had had pizza last night, so we're going to the gym. (laughs) For Brian Westbrook. The Rocket Man. I am the L-E-F-K-O-E man. We will holler at you guys later. Westbrook, you're the fucking man, dude. Where do we go? Where do we go?